on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Today's episode is a takeover of Stone Brewing, a corner. <clears throat> yeah, right. Oh, no, it's a cornerstone. Stone? <laughs> Get it? Cornerstone? See what she did there? Yeah. A keystone? Cornerstone. Good old boy, Sean. Please Ooh. help me here. And please give us today's lineup. The Sapporo, I mean stone beers, will be tasting <laughs> and disgusting I know. and saying FML. Today are the Ruination Unfiltered Double IPA 2.0, the Sublimely Self-Righteous Black IPA, the FML itself, Fear Movie Lions Hazy Double IPA, the Tangerine Express Hazy IPA, the Hazy IPA, and the beer, the, the, well, the tagline of which is, you probably won't like this, Arrogant Bastard Ale, an American Strong Ale. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Hi there, everyone. We're here today, gathered around, and we're going to do a sud segment where if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's probably good old boy Mike doing another one of his terrible impersonations and impressions. I thought it was a witch. <laughs> <sighs> Which witch? Uh, fine. You know, I was all excited about that. I am one of your hosts, good old gal Juliana. And joining me today at the table is good old boy Sean. Hello. And the Beatles, apparently. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And the entourage is, hey, ladies, <laughs> ladies, back, back, Whoa. back. Yeah. There's Jen, a please, n- please settle down. Settle down. Whew. There's enough of Sean to go around. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's Kiddo the word boy, on the street. Yeah. Kiddo boy Drew. There's enough of me too. Aww. Good old boy Tim. Happy to have you here. Oh, happy to be here. Did I do that? <laughs> Tim Sandwich? <laughs> sat me next to Dave again. Okay, you picked it. He smells True. like old hops. And that's surprising. And, How? An, and an accidental sour Kinda beer. Kind of cheesy. <laughs> yeah, there's a little cheese there. Incontinencia. Yeah. Speaking of good old boy Dave, hi. Name something women love that starts with a D. Dave. Diacetyl. <laughs> See? This guy gets it. This guy gets it. I was going to say Dodge Charger. That's why but, he you gets know. the screaming girls. Because he gets it. He understands. <laughs> Awesome. That Dave, he's so hot right now. That's true. Mm, yeah. Don't make it weird, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> and kill the Malaysian prime minister. Oh. <laughs> Way to keep it current. Is there a button for I, that? I, I, there's I, no button for there's that. There's no button. Uh, deep cuts. 
He's wasted. <laughs> Getting there. Okay, yeah, 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 slowly but surely. Okay, today's episode is a takeover of Stone Brewing. A corner... Ooh. Yeah, right? Oh, no, it's a cornerstone... Stone? <laughs> Get it, cornerstone? See what you did there? Yeah. Keystone? Cornerstone. Keystone is my home state. You'll get sued for that. Uh, what? Keystone Light. Keystone and Stone had a big lawsuit. Bitter beer face. We can get into it later. <sighs> okay. But one of them's like this weird shaped thing. Sign well, there was a yeah, it was a sign, right? That's what it was. Yeah. Well, they started saying grab grab some stones for your keystones, and then oh. Stone sued them okay. and came out with a video. Then I think Keystone sued them for making a video about it. And the lawyers made all the money. And then uh, Greg yes. got all the publicity he wanted all and sold pub. his brewery for a million dollars. A stone oh. takeover, you say? Wow. Yes, a stone brewing takeover. A cornerstone of the American craft beer scene since they were founded back in 1996 in San Marcos, California. When you think of West Coast IPA, Stone IPA is one of the first that comes to mind and is one of the most widely available today. Eh, Sierra Nevada. Well. Mm, I just want to poke him. You want to have options, okay? Well, that's a pale ale. Yeah. Yeah, get it right. And, so and for what it's worth, the, the Stone IPA oh, that's go. out there today is not the same that they started out with. Not they, the original. Yeah, they, they, they really. Yep, they changed up the recipe a couple years ago, and and uh, I tasted it in my beer class. It it went over really well. It's it's still tasty, a st- tasty beer, but definitely dialed back on the bitterness. It's it's yeah. a little yeah. bit modern. Modern. Yeah, I like, modern. Yeah. I like we when actually, beers evolve. Yeah, we actually covered Stone IPA in a episode earlier this this season called that not so fresh feeling along with bells two hearted and sierra nevada pale ale and drew was on there and apparently drew only likes canned beers when they've been sitting in my closet at room temperature for a year year. specifically (laughs) your closet (laughs) exactly that's the secret sauce yeah because dave has that extra zhuzh yeah Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. that's filthy Wow. That's what. All right, we're little boy saying. Dave. <laughs> Speaking of that, why don't you okay. tell us a little bit about Stone? Stone Brewing was founded by Greg Cook and Steve Wagner in 1996 in San Marcos, California. What were you guys doing in 1996? You don't want to know. I had just graduated college. I was in the middle of college. I was playing street hockey, in elementary school. <laughs> I was in Shut up, um, Tim. fourth grade. <laughs> Mrs. Adkins, shout out. Yeah, I was going to a lot of Buffalo Sabres games in Buffalo, New York. Thank you very much. Because we were already adults, so <laughs> you guys stink. Okay. I was, I was waiting for my voice to drop. Just waiting. <laughs> you, were waiting. Still waiting. you were waiting for something else to drop. <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting for his stones to drop. So uh, Their mission was to create amazing, flavorful beers and provide an alternative for those who who were unsatisfied with the industrialized beers dominating the market at the time. Their first beer, Stone Pale, was first released in 96, soon followed by their Smoked Porter and Heat Seeking Wheat. I don't know that I've ever had that one. Probably yeah, I don't have. think so either. Hard to imagine a California brewery naming something after a weapon. 
True. True. Just saying. Yeah. Two of their best known beers, Stone IPA and the Arrogant Bastard Ale. Oh, wait, both, it is those guys. Uh, right. Yeah. It right. is those guys. Were both introduced in 1997. In 2005, they built a new facility in Escondido, California. In 2014, they opened their brewery operations in Berlin, Germany. And then in 2015, they built and opened a location in Richmond, Virginia. So they went all the way to Germany before they hit Virginia. That's and they did not last long in Germany. Yeah, either. Germany closed down, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I oh, still okay. have I one of the magnums from uh, the release when they opened it. I remember, what was wow. that show? That was, was that the BrewDog show that they actually went to Germany and brewed something with them at the... There was one of those like TV shows where they the went to the type of the, collaboration that would yeah. happen between the type of people. <laughs> <laughs> that, and then some Brewing other the type of beer. So then some other stuff happened, and then just a few days before the recording of this episode, it's actually a, about a month or so, it was announced that Stone Brewing is being acquired by Sapporo USA for their one hundred for about one hundred and sixty five million dollars. So apparently, we are not the first ones to do a takeover what? of Stone. What's Hey-o. that in yen? Nice. <laughs> what's the, what's that in yen? Uh, like seven bucks. I don't know. I, the dollar's down right now, so you know. You know. <laughs> We're a long way away from the billion dollar takeover of the Ballast Point. Right, Jesus. right. Well, I think I think a lot of people are still feeling the heat off that one. Yeah, um, not Ballast Point. <laughs> true, true. They're like, yeah, it was a great deal, man. It's a great deal. It was a good deal. Wow. And set yes, the market. And yes, you were right. In 2016, um, Stone and Brew Dog. Brewed a beer called Super Basha. Mm. Yeah, it was a black Belgian double IPA. Wow. You know, Fancy. of course. It would be Super. Yeah, sounds. Yeah. Basha. Is the Richmond one still open? Yeah. I think there's, so there's, there's the one in Richmond, and then they have a brewery in Napa, uh, as well as the one in Escondido. Oh. Oh. Makes sense. Yeah. It's probably sure. where they brew the Arrogant Bastard. Mm. Well, now technically, <laughs> Arrogant Bastard is brewed by Arrogant Consortia. Yeah, excuse the licensing yeah, thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's under its own name, Same. you know, yeah. like a sub brand. So they sold they sold Tone. Well, they I sold mean, Stone, but they didn't sell Arrogant Bastard. They didn't. Well, sure? I would if it's under its own brand. Well, uh, but I think it's it's a sub brand of Stone. So I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty sure okay. Sapporo checked the. I mean, checked, checked all, all the, the line items. Yeah, they're like, yeah. no, you're not leaving that out. They didn't, um, you know, sneak that one in there. Mm. Mm. But I mean, if you're gonna have a beer named Arrogant Bastard, you Surprise have to be attack. arrogant enough to give it its own brand. You know, that's true. But they probably demanded its own brand. Yeah. yeah there of you course. Thank you. There you go, baby. Thank you. You, thank you. you got it, baby. Thank- yeah. Okay. <laughs> Suddenly I'm craving salmon nigiri. Oh, God. Good old boy, Sean. Please Ooh. help me here. And please give us today's lineup. Sure thing. Uh, the Sapporo, I mean, stone beers will be tasting yeah. and disgusting. Hey, no. And yeah. saying FML. Uh, today are the Ruination Unfiltered Double IPA 2.0. The Sublimely Self-Righteous Black IPA. The FML itself, Fear Movie Lions Hazy Double IPA. The Tangerine Express Hazy IPA, the Hazy IPA, and the beer, the, the, well, the tagline of which is, you probably won't like this, Arrogant Bastard Ale, an American Strong Ale. Thank you. 
I have gotten destroyed so many times on Arrogant Bastard. Like back in the day, like in the 90s, before I really. Bombers. Yeah. yeah. Bombers. Like early, yeah. early 2000s is probably what it was. But man. Before used, like ABV even made sense. Yeah. This, this and Dead Guy. Like, man, this tastes the, so yeah. good. I'm just yeah. going to A lot of rogue. For I, sure. I had some friends that ordered up a, a picture of Arrogant Bastard at the brew house one night, and the, the staff had to go calculate how much, because no one had Are ever done that before. Do- <laughs> <laughs> Are they allowed to do that? Wow. Yeah. yeah. How many drinks can you have in front of you at a time in this state? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. They're all dead now. So. <laughs> <laughs> they were yeah, too arrogant. I mean, I mean, yeah, arrogant bastard. Uh, I think the distribution was so wide so early like that. I feel like that beer got everywhere. Kind of like Rogue, like you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Like it's definitely, whether you like it or not, it's like one of the original craft beers in my mind. Yeah. Like with that, with yeah. the newish wave, you know. Oh sure. yeah, yeah no, past it, the the Boston beer and that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Ang- like, there's Anchor there and first, all that like stuff. The second yeah. wave, so Sierra Nevada speak. Pale. But then you know, because you had the beer the 70s and 80s. But then when you get in the 90s, there there was a lot going on. Well, and to Tim's yeah. point, Arrogant Bastard is one that definitely brought ABV into the conversation. Like this is a big beer. Yeah. Me? So this beer could hurt you yes. a lot. You will black out. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And that's part of the reason that you're drinking it, but only part. <laughs> and it's just as, it's, wink, wink. it burns just as much coming up as it does going down. <laughs> oh, God, I cannot imagine. Jesus. Would, you, would comes, you pair it with Nashville hot chicken? Uh, if it comes oh. out your nose, I mean, it's, it doesn't matter either way. Yeah. Ooh. No, I think I take any of the stone IPAs with Nashville hot chicken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll be back in just a brief minute. Welcome back, everyone. So we are going to get started here in a minute, Um, but we're going to do a brewery takeover of Stone Brewing Company from California. Yeah. No, no. But before we actually get into the beer, one last quick uh, maintenance thing. Good old boy, Tim, do you mind reading us the Suds ratings for today? Oh, absolutely. I'd love to. (laughs) These Sapporo Stone beers that we'll be rating... We'll go with the signature Suds ratings and our signature belching sounds. Those ratings are as follows. One, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Rating of two, was that a belch? No, I think it was Kojira. (laughs) Kojira! Three, ah, what a relief. It's not Kojira. Four, a body really should not make that sound. And the distinguished rating of five. Listen to that hang time. Give me another. That was it for you. Yay. Thank you, Timmy. That was awesome. Timmy Man down. (laughs) Knocked over Dave's beer. Ah. Uh, Arrogant bastard. Arrogant bastard. Thank you. Gosh, we got the beer trays. Oh, did it drip? No, No, it went in the tray. It's in the tray. It's in the tray. It's what the beer trays are for. You little. All right, I'll pour myself more arrogant. Oh, I'll pour it for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll pour. I'll pour pour myself more and make you watch me drink it. Still in the tray. Yeah. Should just give me like one of those bar shots, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a straw. I'll drink arrogant bastard with a straw. Got really excited doing the ratings. Okay. He did. So now we're off and running. First beer that we were going to talk about is Ruination, the unfiltered double IPA 2.0. Right. Starting big. Good beer to start with. Starting big. What's the yeah. ABV on this? 8.5% ABV. 
Dang, man. I know, right? Right. Okay, so Stone Ooh, Ruination golly. IPA was Boy. the first full-time <laughs> brewed and bottled West Coast double IPA on the planet. Hey, listen to your history. As craft beer has evolved over the years, so too have techniques for maximizing hop flavor and aromas. When they updated this incarnation in 2015, they employed dry hopping and hop bursting to squeeze every last what drop sounds kinky. of the piney, citrusy, tropical, punk, metal, hard rock essence. That's what hop bursting is. Though. Oh, okay. From the hops. Yeah, it gets the musical qualities out of the, right, out right. Of yeah. the buds. They were the first ones to, to play Metallica to, to liquid, not exactly. just. Yeah, yeah, sure. To isomize the hops. Napster. Yeah. Yep. So the beer has always been unbridled, and now it's unfiltered. All right, what do you guys think? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, bitter <Christ>. and boozy. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, we're talking about the beer, not Drew, man. <laughs> very malty too. The aroma is beautiful. There's malt there. Like it takes me back. I can't taste anything anymore. <laughs> are, you, are you doing that uh, bitter beer face? Is that the problem? <laughs> bitter beer face. I mean. Yeah. We were having other beers earlier, and we were like, "Oh, why can't this be a little more West Coast?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I want to be this careful beer what you wish for. A little yeah. bit less, less West Coast. I'd like yes. to pour some of that other beer into this beer. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, I don't know too many people that are more pro West Coast than myself and some others here at this table. So, yeah, uh, but like, could you just sit and pound a pint of this easily? <laughs> Nah, oh, no, not no. easily. Actually, no, I, it would be easier for me to pound it than it would be for me to yeah. sit and sip on it for a while. That's true. You don't want this one getting warm on. It's you. not. Uh, it, it's it's just aggressively bitter. Yeah. Yes. yes. What do you eat with this? Um, oh, I don't know. Like fire. <laughs> I, I would say like some really intensely flavored cheese, um, like a blue or that would um, be good actually. Yeah, I could see this going well with Thai food myself. Yeah. I was gonna say like a really good barbecue, man, because yeah. some of the sweetness from that barbecue sauce might kind of balance some of this bitterness a little bit. Yeah, I would eat all of the things. Put it in with yeah. apple cider vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I mean, it, it, it does make me, Stone is one of the breweries I think of when I think of like super old school IPAs that Can I have some more of this weren't actually? balanced. I, I think I want some more. You know, they were like kind of, I, I call it like the, the hop wars, like everyone trying to see who could make the most bitter. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. At the, 100 IBUs, 250 yeah. IBUs. Yeah. One billion IBUs. Yeah. Well, you know, like <laughs> anytime you start getting up above eight or 9%, it gets harder to keep that balance. That's very true. You know, like like we used to talk about that with like Green Flash and things like that. Like you, and, oh, and Green Flash. In the la, in the other yeah. episode, we were talking Makes about the, the use of caramel malt. A lot of times, that's when you would use the caramel malt was to balance out the bitterness and everything. But and I think there this, is some. The, yeah, there's there definitely some caramel malt. But, in there's yeah. a little bit. There ain't a lot. Yeah. Though. Imagine if there wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's sticky. It's so sticky. Yeah, and so I just. You, I would have thought that maybe over the years they would have reined this one in and brought a little more balance. Well, to it's the, named you know, Ruination. Ruination version 3.0 will be the milkshake IPA version. <laughs> oh, God. So. But also bitter. Yeah. Just With, as bitter. Yeah. Vanilla and lactose. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and all and, the bitterness. And straight magnesium to burn a hole through your tongue. Yeah. yeah. Some molten <laughs> lead. White hot. What do you oh, guys think about this lead. beer? 
besides the obvious. If I really want it bitter, you know, I would yeah. love this beer. You know, I'm not in the mood for something very if bitter. If you like very to often. cringe, you yeah, know, yeah, I'm gonna give it a. I don't know. With the right food, well, maybe. But here's the for what it is, though. For right. what it right. is, you, true West Coast. I disagree. Named ruination. <laughs> it's over the top. It's over bitter. It's not balanced. And well, then, the, the West, but West Coast doesn't have to be ruination. But this is, yeah, but this is classic it Stone. It is. And they even, and that's, I mean, that's kind of why I, Stone's not my favorite brewery. Okay, everybody okay. just hold up the number of fingers you think it should be. Uh, I have one finger. Do you know which one it is? <laughs> the brown finger? Okay. The, the threes have it. We're going to rate this a three. Under, now, under protest by pers- Tim. Okay, so personally, my protest. this no. is a little excessive for me. My mouth is still in, in terms of the stickiness <laughs> exactly. that I can't. Like I'm gonna need to scrape off my. At tongue. least we started. Well, with I mean, it. hey, I hate Roush beer as a general okay, rule. Sure, but but that doesn't mean that people can't drink them. And, no, you know. and and I have an appreciation for this because the piney aspect of this is actually I, I'm embracing it because I've missed it for so long. You know, it's just the bitterness. But so anyways. We live in a city where people eat food that, you know, literally like they talk about having to put toilet paper in the freezer so that they can deal with the aftermath. I mean, there are people out there that might like really bitter beer. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Use a dry ice suppository. So- <laughs> <laughs> That do would be not a, try at home. Yes. Say, do not talk to the wow. ER doctor. Any ER doctors listening, we're sorry. Oh, okay. So let's go Ooh. somewhere slightly different. Oh, let me shake off my... <laughs> Dave's all drippy. You're dripping yeah. over there, buddy. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Might, might He's a that. big fan. Might want to get that looked at, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Bastard. Okay. Check. Um... <laughs> So let's talk about the sublimely self-righteous black IPA. 8.7% ABV. This one has graced their year-round lineup for a few years before its retirement in 2015. Since then, nearly every single day, they receive multiple emails, calls, social media, blah, 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 blah. Bring this back, in other words. So, because you can't keep a great beer permanently retired, it's made a few cameo appearances in their mix packs as well as on draft, tap rooms, bistros, blah, blah, blah. And now it's back nationwide on its own in all its glory. Original recipe, original artwork, but not original mash. <laughs> it's very 90s, the artwork. Yeah, they kind of, yeah. It'll get you drunk! I don't, um, yeah. I don't know, Tim, what are you thinking? Uh, a little self-righteous. <laughs> Thinks a lot of itself. Wow. It's almost <laughs> arrogant. I mean, black IPAs, you don't see them anymore. Yeah. That's a uh, thing in the past. I, I, I think they can be done well for sure. And think a lot of times they aren't. But um, this one. T- tell this us one? about this time, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say this one's in between. It's okay. The thing that I really dislike about black IPAs is when people don't account for the bitterness from the dark grains and the bitterness from the hops. Which are two different kinds of bitterness. I mean, the, there's Ex- the yeah. kind of yes. burnt. I get like, like a chocolate yeah. typically from the grains for an unsophisticated. Well, you can palate. get like. Yeah, exactly. You can get like a burnt sort of uh almost like overcooked coffee or overdone coffee you yeah know? yeah um, i mean for me when when you have too much clashing hop and 
grain bitterness, it, uh, it it comes off as medicinal a lot of times for me. I get I, I taste a lot of like medicinal black IPAs. Um, this one is black IPA with a touch of malort. Yeah, right. This one's it's as far as black IPAs go. It's I don't know middle of the road. I don't think it's too bad. I don't know how much of this I could drink. Yeah, especially at eight point seven percent. Yeah, it's even. <laughs> but this higher. one doesn't taste a little bit higher than. No, it doesn't. Ruination. No, no, it doesn't. I like agree. ruination was big, huge. Like you knew all right. eight point five percent of it. Yeah, it was a skyscraper. This one isn't quite as bad, which surprises me because. Yeah. I tend to think of black IPAs as like bigger and bolder. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm 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 actually kind of digging this. I mean, it's big. It's okay. one of my favorite styles. It's stone big, but you but don't yeah. see often. No, no, and no. I was happy when they brought it back. Yeah, yeah. And um, if it's done right, it's good. It's not my favorite black IPA that I get, but it's up there. As as to set, there's not that many of them anymore. Yeah, I like the bitterness that lingers, and it's a lot of notes of chocolate, uh, which I'm enjoying. It does, yeah. Especially as I have more sips, and you're palate gets used to it it warms <laughs> a little bit well and you got to rebound from that that ruination a little bit too you know yeah, yeah. absolutely what would you eat with this mm-hmm. you said chocolate earlier almost i would you would have think, chocolate with I would, this i think i would have chocolate well, i'd have some of the barbecue you were talking about yeah, earlier. yeah. yeah. Too, yeah. yeah. grilled yeah. meatloaf oh Ooh. oh wow i've Fancy. never i've never had grilled meatloaf you never had grilled what? meatloaf? no who are you? Have you ever had meatloaf and spaghetti? <laughs> I've had meatloaf like once. I'm so sorry for you. I think my mom was force fed it as a child. And mm. It's one of those things she said never. Well, you know again. you're a, you're a grown up now, right? Mm. I mean, you know, two out of three ain't bad, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you know. Sorry, I gotta make a meatloaf mm. joke there. Oh. <laughs> Like a bad out of But hand. a little grilled meatloaf with a nice stinky cheese. Oh. Never no. tell you about my hit single, I'd brew anything for love, but I won't brew that. <laughs> Was it hard seltzer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hard seltzer yeah. And black yeah, that IPAs. Is. Wow. <laughs> a hard seltzer black IPA. Oh. Fusion, wow. baby. The the lesser known Bob Dylan album a hard seltzer is gonna fall. <laughs> oh, <God>. oh. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, okay, okay. I get a little 8.5, 8.7 beers in us, and yep, here come the bad jokes. I, uh, I mean, they were always coming, huh, but yeah, a black hard seltzer. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we are going to rate the sublimely self righteous black IPA a four. Nice. I know, right? Nice. I guess that's why it's self-righteous. It's like, oh, I know I'm good. So there you mm. Take that. Sublime. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Beal. Yep. All right. Mm. Okay. So the next one that we're going to talk about is FML, otherwise known as Fear Movie Lions Hazy what? Double IPA. It's an 8.5% blend of cross-country styles. It's got the bitter, hoppy backbone you'd expect from a West Coast IPA with a slight haze and a massive aroma you'd find in an East Coast IPA. Keeping the geography theme going, it gets its name from what three words? A global positioning system that assigns three words to every three meter square on the globe? Have you guys ever checked that out? What? 
No. Because I was seriously wondering, yeah, like, no. fear movie, like, is it like, do I need to be afraid of Aslan or no, something? No, 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 you, you go to well, this yes. website <laughs> and you put in your, um, your address or whatever, and it will come out in three words, three random words. I mean, that's what, what it is. What does that even mean? So it's like cryptocurrency for words and I don't know, man. Maps? Maybe it's for people who are bad at it's reading. Sa- it says on the can that at their Richmond brewery, yeah. they, they found a three by three section that had these words. They stood, no, no, yeah, they, they put stood it on, on there. They, no, they stood in that section. And then when you put uh, it in the thing, oh, that's, that's what, that's what it is. That's yeah, that place. Movie lines. Yeah. So instead of latitude and longitude, it's mm-hmm. weird. I'll have to look into this. I mean, I've got a ham radio background and the U S is, well, the world for that matter is divided up into grid squares. And I think where Nashville is at is considered like echo Mike EM, uh, like 58 or 59. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's a reference to that and that whole grid square system because I think part of the U.S. is FM as well as, as uh, along with EM. So, but, but would it be fear and mo- that's not? But also, like I always knew FML is something. Well, my right. life. Yeah. <laughs> and so well, I, there I just go. Yeah. thought that was the the reference to that. So. I think it is the reference they're making. It's stone. Yeah. 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 I mean, good story, yo. <laughs> no, no, there, but there actually is that website that there is that website where you can go in and you can, cause I did it once before. I forget what the three words for this place were, but I know what they anyways, were. Uh, I can't say them on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Strike Tim down. Lights out. Gorilla radio. Yeah. Wow. Bachelorettes okay. are here. <laughs> Tim really stinks. Dummy. TRL. <laughs> noodling. <laughs> hey, hey, look, you smoke meth and go noodling. Stuff's going to happen, all right? Sasquatch is just coming up out the ground. Yeah. Oh. Gosh, everywhere. Oh. Yeah, in Can Oklahoma. It's yeah. crazy. Okay, so do you get any real aroma off of this? I get a weird tea quality from this. Yeah. Beer. I was just going to say, like, jasmine oh. chamomile something the smell or the flavor in general yeah it smells a little sweet boozy to me but oh we're spilling beers i don't know a lot of double ipas and i always i always just get a weird like sweetness on the nose yeah i'm with you there you know this is yeah it's a little it's a little different the the nose is a little more floral the taste is a little more tea-like if i if that makes any sense yeah yeah again for the untrained uninitiated palate yeah i don't know about the the hazy portion of this like i mean i guess visually it's ish it looks but also looks like it'd be hop haze you know right yeah but even even like flavor wise it just kind of tastes like a west coast double to me that's just more restrained maybe yeah in the the stone universe this would be a a non-bitter hazy (laughs) right right but well yeah is this the original voodoo to the imperial voodoo (laughs) yeah i mean yeah there is some bitterness here but it is very toned down from the two we just drank yeah absolutely (laughs) i don't know what toned up would be like but yeah okay this is the same abv as ruination right i mean i get a lot of booze what's the abv difference Four thousand. <laughs> Four thousand. Okay. So the the three word thing for where we're sitting right now. I thought I believe, he'd been quiet over there for a while. Is, <laughs> ooh, lengthen thrusters thimble. Lengthen. <laughs> lengthen thrusters thimble. 
that's a beer name and you need to brew it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. LTT. LTT. Deal with that. <laughs> Deal with that. Oof. Yeah, yeah. So that is totally not anything ham radio uses. No. We're down with LTT. I was, sure. uh, I was yeah. relatively <laughs> certain that would be the LTT. case. <laughs> just, just, I don't know why. Yeah. Also not words with ham radio operators normally use yeah. either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Phonetic. I think yeah, we're used to using the phonetic alphabet. So when you're alphabet. like ham radio, is it like country ham or like honey baked? I'm I'm more of a city ham kind of. Really? You know, yeah. I'm a city ham operator. You're not not, not really. salt yeah. beer, yeah. like not too much salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all about yeah. the sugar or Spanish ham. So what would you guys <laughs> rate? Uh, oh, we're not we're not doing that yet. Yeah, we're not no, doing I'm not we, decided. Yeah, yeah. We're not doing it. We're okay. Not doing it. We're like gonna we're gonna rate thing. the Fear Movie Lions Hazy Double IPA a two, and we'll be right back in just a brief minute. I disagree. I think it's a seven. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Today is a stone takeover. That's why we have three stoners. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Wow. Okay. Nice anticipation. I'm not. I'm not going to say. <laughs> I'm not going to say which of the three or which of the five. The three. Right, you're okay. Okay. Thruster. Okay. All yes. right. Fine. 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 Okay. Next beer that we are going to discuss is the Tangerine Express Hazy IPA. Oh. Now this one is a meek 6.7% ABV. Losers. This beer's He's unique so hazy tiny. appearance is a credit to the glorious whole tangerine puree in every batch. Yeah. Well. Using the whole fruit allows them to harness every bit of its natural depth of character. From the juice to the zest to everything in between. Add just the right amount of pineapple. I knew there'd be pineapple. This being stone, a whole lot of hops as well. And this beer is rounded off in an amazingly hazily, citrusy, tasty paradise of flavors and aromas. Thoughts? I do like the color. They write better than they make. It's a lot of leaves. Sometimes I feel like Stone is just a giant, insecure little baby. <laughs> Can we say that? <laughs> so I'm going to say it. Well, you, you actually kind of did. Because like, so. I feel like their descriptions are trying to convince themselves of what the beer is sometimes. Yeah. Spend more time brewing and less time writing. There's a few breweries I could say that about. Yeah. But this is the Stone This beer is okay. But like. Yeah. It's. But I think there's a reason why you mostly find this beer in a mix pack. Yeah. You That's know? as. Yeah. Like, well, you know what? You can buy these other two beers, but you're going to have to buy four bottles of this one. So, so, so the uniquely hazy appearance. What, what exactly would be the uniqueness to the haze? Because it's somewhat orange in on, color. Yeah. Like the other they, hazies. They may have done every other brewery in the country. No, the, uh, no one ever yeah. made a hazy with citrus flavors. And they used like from orange. Whole tangerine puree yeah. instead of quarter tangerine puree right or just the juice you know that just means they didn't pull the little nipple off before they pureed it so (laughs) or those little strings that always get caught in your teeth i don't know what would you guys rate this beer i mean it's middle of the road Eh. sort of (laughs) it's yeah too sweet okay i want orange juice i drink orange juice yeah if i may Mm -hmm. say my 1.5 cents here oh lord say it please i know right it's inflation you went the wrong way whatever it's it's so pithy and it's like bitter pithy that it just seems a little unbalanced to me does it pith you off it kind of does yeah no, she's because, pithed everybody look yeah. out and that's what happens when you use the whole fruit yeah mm-hmm. pith and all yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. My well, mouth is full of pith. Thanks. We're going to rate the Tangerine Express Hazy IPA A2. What a pithle. And now on to the news. Well, so we're in for an uphill climb to <laughs> try to finish this show. Sean, why don't you tell us about something related? All righty. From the <laughs> weird news department. And what do you that, knows about And this? that's the only, I think, news department we have here at Sip, Suds, and Smokes. New, Man pushes peanut up Colorado Mountain by using unconventional body hold part. Hold you said you said peanut. Right? Peanut, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just but he uses, sure. uses an unconventional body part. Does anyone want to take a guess? His uh, left buttock. Left buttock. Uh, oh boy! His toe, his Adam's apple, <laughs> a phalanges. I was just one go, though. I was going to say uvula myself. Mm. Uh, well, we're about to find out. Oh. Man did most of his push at night. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> because he would be found in uh, mm, the freaks come out of night. Night. So, yes. yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, you kind of have to be a freak to do this uh, feat. Uh, but pushed uh, this peanut all the way up to the one fourteen thousand hundred fifteen foot summit. Uh, the byline is uh, Ben Blanchett, and uh, yes. Uh, if you want to know what you do in your 50s, a 53-year-old man uh, didn't crack under pressure as he pushed a peanut to the top of Pikes Peak. Uh, the Colorado Springs resident, Bob Salem, marked the end of his seven-day peanut-pushing adventure. The when alliteration he f- is beautiful. <laughs> yes, it is. When he finished his trek up Pikes Peak on Friday, as reported by KRCC. Uh, he did most of the push at night, uh, he told the radio station, and went through roughly two dozen peanuts along the way. Okay, so I, that disqualifies well, it wasn't the same yeah, day. Yeah, 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 I know. So I know. This is garbage, How do you man. Lose this is garbage. The uh, also, it's right in front of your nose. Yeah. Also, is it like, wear the tread off? Is it a peanut still in the shell, or is it a cracked open peanut? Like, oh. like we, you know, there's so many questions here. Is it honey roast? Was it a salted peanut? Yeah. You know, oh. uh, it sounds like he assaulted it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and did he did ever he that peanut's consent? <laughs> uh, not using his hands to to push the peanut. Uh, the 12.6 mile uh, route. <laughs> to the top of Pikes Peak. If anyone's it's been up there before, flies. it is a... Uh, it's, it is, a, it's a hike. It's dude. a hike, yeah. Um, his nose had the aid of a homemade contraption, in parentheses, a CPAP sleep machine with a duct tape spoon what? on it. What? He okay. used a prosthetic? What? He used a prosthetic this that he attached a, a prosthetic with duct tape. This guy's cheating. story is just falling What was the point of this? Because yeah. yeah. he can. To make the news? Um, well, see, he, well, here's where it gets even weirder. I feel this like we're is not the first someone, someone has done this. Yeah. Uh, There's a great tradition of people. So he wasn't even the first. Peanut pushers is what they're known as. I uh, bet they the, are. the Travel Channel highlighted Texas craftsman Bill Williams' journey with a peanut to win a $50 bet in 1929. In 1963, dollars in 1929 would be a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's that's a good bet. You know, I wonder if he did it during the daytime though. But in 1963, Ulysses Baxter pushed a peanut up up the mountain in eight days, a record at the time. Uh, And so uh, this gentleman uh, beat him by a day. Beat him by a day. Uh, He did the peanut push to celebrate the city of Manitou Springs' 150th birthday, and is the first person in the 21st century to complete the push. Oh wow! So he, I'm okay. I'm wondering too. Did he schedule this around the Pikes Peak Hill climb? Uh, uh, yeah. You know, so yeah, that's a little suspect. Well, I guess yeah. he had to do it at night because all the traffic during the day. Like, right. Yeah. That that is a, a good point. And I, is it? I guess really the the story here is a man climbed Pikes Peak on his hands and knees. Yes, there is that. That is 
Man did the slowest climb over seven seven days. Duct taped to his nose. With a thing duct taped to his face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And why duct tape? I mean, painter's tape would seem to be a little. You can fix everything with duct tape. Yeah. You know? The duct tape's like the force. There's a light side, the dark side, and it binds the universe together. Wow, see this thing. Oh, right there. Right there. <laughs> was WD forty required? Sean is deep. No wonder you're wearing that shirt today. Sean <laughs> yeah. is deep. Yeah. I mean, happy hundred fiftieth birthday, Manitou Springs. Yeah. Wow. Was, that's it, where, was Manitou Springs uh, also uh, in Colorado? I hope say, at least. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. yeah. And actually, that's uh, it's known as the Pikes Peak and Manitou uh, Railway that the the incline railway that will take you up to the say, top. Uh, Saison yeah. man, uh, the uh, founder of Trinity Brewing, is uh, lives in Manitou Springs. So there you go. See, I was thinking that, you know, with the weirdness of the story that Manitou Springs would be in like, I don't know, New Hampshire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, that was uh, weird. That was something. Wild and wacky. I did not know that peanut pushing was a a thing, but there was a group. I mean, mean, a plethora of peanut pushers. What did you do for entertainment in 1929? But, But it still exists. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, one, one it guy, yeah. one guy, one yeah. guy, yeah. and it sounds like one person every thirty years does this. So, well, and it's he's been, trying to keep yeah. the thing alive, you know. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for the weird news. That was that was yeah. weird. That was weird. Yes. With all the Isn't good beer, fit? with all the good beer in Colorado, people still find the time to push peanuts up. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah. yeah. Maybe <laughs> why. Yeah. Maybe yeah. this like would this be like one of Jimmy Carter's final acts is to like push the peanut up Pikes Peak. Yeah. He might have been behind it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that that makes more Celebrates sense. Celebrates yeah. his wedding anniversary. Dark yeah. peanut money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it would take more. I think peanut. it would take Jimmy peanut, peanut. Jimmy Carter more than seven days though. He's amazing. He's still building houses. Seriously, he's still building houses. Yeah. 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 No, it, you, you do not slack off on one of those bills by all accounts. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the hazy IPA. This one is also 6% ABV. It's less bitter than the other IPAs, but still blooming with bold and juicy flavors. This amazingly hazy IPA features El Dorado and Azaka. Does Greg Cook write all the descriptions of these beers? Maybe. Which brings tons of citrus and fruit elements, while intense Sabro hops highlight the tropical notes. Oh, Sabro. Here we go. Mm -hmm. We don't have a good history with Sabro. Yeah. I mean, this is... And it ain't getting better. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Juliana, you start out. What do you think of this beer? Aroma's not bad. Sure. You know, I could I could get behind it's a hot this. Bar. Okay. Okay. So it's starting out okay. Oh, there. <laughs> she liked it in the nose, but not in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Is that peanuts you're talking you about? Just, Seems a reverse. <laughs> I cannot believe you just said that. Yeah. The, I can't believe you're surprised. Thing, That's true. I'm with is, Dave. The thing is, is I smell it, right? And it's kind of citrusy and it's kind of nice and light, okay? But it's the mouthfeel that's like killing it for me. That acidity that well, seems for to me, be it's like... It's, is a, it, it's acidic creaminess and it just... Acidic creaminess? Yeah. I like that. That's a good... That's, that's a, a good, new... That's, that's, that's a good band band and smokes band word. Wow. But it doesn't... It, yeah, it's it confuses got a little off me. flavor going on. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of... I think honeydew 
kind of reminds me of that where yeah, it's like definitely. you expect this flavor and then you bite into it and you're just like and you're a little wah, wah, yeah, like yeah. an overripe yeah. or underripe one yeah More you're a little like honey doo doo <laughs> <laughs> or honey don't <laughs> okay mama june <laughs> honey boo boo wow. get back over here girl wow it's uh, yeah. yeah. It's, I don't know, man. Meh. Might be just past its prime or something. So, is this a West like Coast version of a hazy IPA? Like, you know what I mean? I, I just think it's a poorly executed beer that they didn't bother to filter. Mm. <laughs> Maybe. But it's bursting Survey with says. all kinds of amazing love and happiness. Apparently, yeah. take it till you make it. The you groovy, the, juicy citrus bomb. Yeah, groovy, juicy. With orange, lemon, melon, mango, pineapple flavors. I feel like I need a strawberry alarm clock song now. Yep, that one. I mean, strawberry alarm clock meets Jefferson Airplane or something. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> they I'm must confused. have got caught in the propeller. Sur- surrealistic <laughs> hazy IPA. Yeah, Salvador yeah. Dali from the. <laughs> I'm just so confused. Um, if, okay. if Salvador Dali's mustache had a taste, this beer might be it. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe Waxy. Stone. I don't know if I could go to, there. That's just Stone's so West Coast, and they're trying to go East Coast, and sometimes you can't do it. You right. Know? Yeah, right. so far right. east, no. they went west again. Shell necklace and flip flops on, and they these people out, are wearing suits in New York City. So. Yeah, they started out West Coast, tried to go East Coast, ended up in Florida, and they were like, yeah, "I guess we'll stay here." Yeah, we made With a wrong all the retired turn. New Yorkers we made a wrong stuff. turn somewhere. So yeah. yeah. I, I just, I'm happy that I got to try it, you know, because I was curious about it in the lineup, but in the scheme of things, I think just West should stay just with West. Push and it away. With, yeah. Push yeah, it away. Push it mean. away. And we are, uh, oh, we oh, okay. Well, all right. I mean, it's, we are going I mean, it's not to, the worst thing I've tasted. All right. We'll do here. <laughs> yeah. We are going to rate the hazy IPA from Stone a two. Well, it's a good thing Sapporo's coming in to kind of clean this up a little oh, bit, yeah. you know, fix some things. Pare down the catalog a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are trying too much, you know. Now, apparently, Stone, one of the reasons they bought them is because they have the multiple brewing locations. So they're going to start brewing Sapporo beers. Yes. In, um, now, what I think would be interesting, because Sapporo, now I know Sapporo USA is who bought them, but... If they start brewing more of Sapporo's international catalog here so that some of those beers are more widely available, that would be outstanding. Because like, if you could get some of those beers that you usually have to get from the Asian locations and stuff... More fresh, uh, more fresher versions that are brewed uh, domestically. It didn't spend cool. six months on a boat. I don't yeah. know if I've had anything other than the normal Sapporo... Well, there's a, there's yeah. a big I, catalog of stuff they've got that there, you okay. can't get. Uh, oh, have you had anything okay. here? Um, or, or yeah, there. I'm trying to think through it, but thanks for putting me on the spot. But. <laughs> no, I mean, you just kept talking <laughs> no, about I it. Know, I know, I was like, talking. I was hoping yeah. someone yeah. would come in and rescue him and change yeah. the subject. <laughs> Hold on, I'll look. Uh, I've only, I think I've only had the one, like, the basic lager, lager, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, There's didn't it come name. in like a gray can or something like that? It was that? like a silvery gray, kind yeah. of like the Guinness cans. Like, yeah. well, it had like the little. It's like angle. It's like uh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't circular. Yeah, it's like that kind of weird. There's a word. Kind of goes it. up. Okay. Well, anyways, 
All right. Well, quickly, let's get to the arrogant bastard because we all know the arrogant bastard. And um, this one is an American strong ale, 7.2% brewed by arrogant consortia. Let's clarify that. Now, it's an aggressive beer and you probably won't like it. It's quite doubtful that you have the taste and sophistication to be able to appreciate an ale of this quality and depth. Count on Greg Cook to neg you. I know. <laughs> on the beer you're drinking. That's what I'm saying. Now, I think it's enjoy safe your to beer. Good I, lord. I think it's safe to say we've all had What did this your parents many do to you as a child, years, Greg? Right? Yes. He was hurt. Show often. me where they touched you. <laughs> okay. Wow, don't is show this, me. Is this indicative of an American strong of a strong ale? American. It's strong. strong. I know it's, it's strong. It's pretty bitter. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had this Bailey. in a while actually. It's been a while since I've had this and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like a, a very hoppy, strong ale. Mm. But it's good, though. Yeah, it's one of the favorite. Like, where does where does strong ale stop and quadruple IPA start? Yeah, Belgium. Fair, fair. It's just the, the malt, <laughs> but, you know. Maybe. But I like the balance of this, and this is a good palate cleanser. Yes. Yeah, I don't say I drink many strong ales. You don't really see them anymore. But No, 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 you don't. But it's nice to have it's a good this example. in the arsenal, yes. if you will. Yeah. Palate cleanser or destroyer. I do yeah. miss yes. I do miss the age when you know you would see just a, a whole row of bombers of this for, you know, oh. what, five ninety yeah. nine. Yeah. yeah. Harry Al Harry Eyeball by Lagunitas. Oh yeah. We will well, rate the, the arrogant bastard A4. And uh, that is uh, going to complete everything. Best this for was last. a very yeah. I mean, I think it was the best for last. And I think this was a really good showcase of the westernness of stone and they have held true to their heritage and there's there's definitely will. nostalgia in drinking that arrogant bastard oh yeah, yes. oh, yeah. yes. been drinking craft beer for 10 15 years yeah and, good bad and, or otherwise and 7.2 percent you know i was not expecting it to be that low abv i, I know yeah. Yeah. I, I, even I remember it huge yeah, yeah. yeah. it like it should it be like 12 percent right yeah. what seven was 12 then yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. 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 True. i mean yeah. now it's like the low end of their catalog yeah for yeah. right? yeah. sure <laughs> All right. So well, we little bastard. Good boy, Sean. Thanks for being here. Great to be back as always. And keep on uh, sipping good beers, folks. Good old boy, Drew. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I, I guess this here on my last time. Yes. <laughs> Never again. Good old boy, Tim. Thanks for Can being I here. Can I do that? Yeah, thanks. I wish I'd spilled the ruination, not the arrogant bastard. <laughs> <laughs> good old Don't boy, Dave. Yeah, I wish Tim would have spilled his own beer. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap Just tap it in. the subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle, at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor, take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping.
This has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. 